last episode, we talked about finding contentment where you are on the way to where you're headed. See, both Ashley and I have administrative backgrounds. We didn't start in a corner office. We didn't start with some exclusive job with a penthouse suite to go home to. We started in the trenches like most of you. And so we're imparting some knowledge into you that we hope you'll take with you. And guess what? We're all still learning. So let's continue Winning Women, Living Life on Purpose, Part 4. Let's go. And this Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Joy in this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind-blowing pandemic to bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Welcome to the challenge. Okay, one more time. And so as we're talking about this, like who are the people we look up to? We, 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 I mean, we've been talking about, we could Mm. share story after story after story after story. But, you know, who are the people that we look up to? And, and, and you know, mm. Ashley, I think both you and I have people that, you know, really uh, are, 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 are kind of the folks that we say, you know what? Yeah, I need to know what's going on with this person. Mm-hmm. This person mm-hmm. really inspires me, uh, gives me life. Who are those people? That's right. I know. Um, yeah. You know, probably something that maybe people don't think about or wouldn't think about, but just as far as someone who is not on a big platform, I think about my boss now, actually. And oh her, I do. Her story is actually very interesting. Um, long story short, she actually um, got her PhD, and I want to say she got it after 50. I, be- I, I want to say that. after 50, and I think I'm accurate. If you're out there, you know who you are. Please correct me. <laughs> but I believe so. And I'll never forget the process. She she went through school while she was raising a child, went through a lot of life events, and eventually obtained her PhD, and now she's a vice president of a company. And so her story it. to me is very, it's very interesting the way she got to where she was, but she never gave up. Cause I could imagine, you know, you're trying to take care of your child by yourself and you're mm. trying to, you know, you're doing these things that I, I can only imagine. So I, I think about her as far as someone who's not on the platform and um, some of the people who are on platforms like uh, I think about people like Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and we've talked about her before, um, mm-hmm. but even some of the younger people who I see mm-hmm. online or, you know, who have websites and who was it we were talking about earlier, the millennial therapist um, mm-hmm. and people like Brianna Weiss, people that just have a, a lot of just, I don't even know what to call it. I, wisdom, but it's like a mm-hmm. um, unique wisdom to them. And it's just watching them 
do what they are created to do really it you know it inspires me and encourages me yes yes absolutely and and I love that as well it's just you know there's so many people and that are inspiring and that really really challenge me to go to my next level Mm -hmm. um obviously you know being able to work with nicole walters Mm. who you know is um a seven figure earner in in atlanta Mm. who you know opened offices and has a payroll people you know who's on the news with you know talking about becoming an entrepreneur Mm. speaks around the country who adopted wait a minute one two mm. is it three girls is it three, mm. um, is it three? three or four um, yeah <laughs> three or four girls um um and, and while she was still in her 20s and that story in itself if you ever get a chance to check out the nicole walters podcast you should really check her out and check out um nicole walters um for first of all the craziest <laughs> stories on oh, social media she's so funny y'all <laughs> i'm like nicole what <laughs> what are you what, where do you come up with mm. this stuff and don't let her start talking in no her, she's from Ghana. she's from ghana mm. don't let her start talking in the ghana accent mm. okay mm-hmm. because it's over <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing ever y'all it's over it is hilarious mm. Um, and so she's she's great um and i also love of course michelle obama she's mm-hmm. got a new documentary coming out on uh, netflix about becoming and about traveling around wow. the country uh doing the becoming tour and what that was like for her so that's going to be coming wow. out um those of you who didn't read becoming or didn't um didn't get it uh, on a, an audio book i encourage you to to really really uh go through becoming um because michelle is mm. incredible and obviously we saw her as a classy first Absolutely. lady for eight years and really you know the years before that when they were mm-hmm. running for you know president she was uh an incredible force in at you know in in Barack's life, but she was an incredible force for Barack mm-hmm. as he met her, and she really was like his supervisor. Yeah. So let's not forget again. We talk about women in leadership. <laughs> like M- Michelle was like the the boss babe <laughs> before right before Barack came along. She was doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. There, that's always something to keep in mind as well. And um, so Michelle, I really love. And mm. those of you who know anything about me know that I grew up wanting to follow in the footsteps of Oprah. Yes. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of funny now, but, you know, um, you know, I did. I wanted to be a talk show host. I, I always wanted to kind of do do what she does Mm -hmm. uh, or did anyway um and so and so I still you know look at her as like a mentor for from afar and that's another thing ladies for those of you who are listening to this it's okay to have a mentor from afar Mm -hmm. totally okay to do that as a matter of fact you probably should have a mentor from afar I think that that's uh something that keeps you going keeps you driven 
And then there's, you know, so many authors and speakers out there who are incredible, just doing incredible work. Some who are younger than me, some who are much older than Mm. me, some who are women of faith, some who are, you know, just artsy fartsy, Mm -hmm. you know, creatives. Um, You know, there are so many women out here who are doing amazing work and we're going to be bringing some of those to you as we go through the month of May. We've got some amazing interviews lined up with with, so excited, yeah, with other women who are just doing incredible things. Some you, you most you, you probably have not heard of, mm. and uh, we're excited about that. But we can't forget, I mean, obviously, May is important for another reason. Mm-hmm. It's also Mother's Day, yes. right? We have Mother's Day in May. And so when I think about someone who inspires me, my mom mm. inspires me. You know, I had to tell her the other day, look, your time is not up. I don't know who. <laughs> told you that that you were too old to be influential Mm-mm-mm. i'm like she she turned 70 this year All yeah right. but i'm telling everyone your age she turned 70 and my mom you know when i was a young girl mm. Um, I used to go to work with my mom late at night. She'd have work to do, whatever. And I would stand at the chalkboard. My little head could barely see (laughs) above, like, the little chalkboard ledge. And I would be standing there writing on the chalkboard, like, Mom, when can we go home? Mom, (laughs) Mom, when can we leave? I'm ready to go. I don't want to be here anymore. (laughs) And my mom, you know, was a hardworking mm. and still is a hardworking lady. And um, she went from, you know, being, you know, the, the daughter of a sharecropper, picking cotton, you know, and, and that whole thing. We, we don't even think wow. about stuff like mm. that now. She went from that to becoming an educator to becoming, you know, the principal of an elementary wow. school, you know, before retiring. And that journey of of so much, you know, so many sacrifices Mm. and along the way made sure that I was afforded every opportunity to become my best self. Even when I kicked and screamed and fought (laughs) the whole way, she made sure. And so for a lot of you out there, you may be thinking about your mom Mm. and about how, you know, they dreamt more for you than you may have even anticipated mm-hmm. for yourself and even you know for for moms some some people have had moms who you know who they saw really struggle and they may have said mm-hmm. you know what I don't want to be like that I don't want to be like my mom but it, you know what's interesting mm-hmm. is that it they still inspires you even in That's that struggle right. because they made you say to yourself I know that I can be better, that I can create a better life for my family. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So it's okay. And a lot of us need to really uh, get healed in some of Mm -hmm. those areas of mother wounds. Mm -hmm. So we're going to, we need to talk about some of that too, because some of you are allowing your mother wounds to keep you in a level of imposter Mm. syndrome and a level of of feeling inadequate Mm -hmm. and in a level of of perfectionism where you are, uh, you're constantly feeling like you're fighting against, you know, um, just just these feelings of I'll never make it. I'll never be good enough. You, you've got to, you've got to, 
uh, I think you can rise above that. But the thing is, is you got to deal with your mother wounds, you know, because it's, it's, it's when you're feeling like, oh my God, you know, I don't want to be like my mom or, you know, my mom wasn't around for me when I needed her to be. And you you all know I'm in mental health. So, you know, let me talk this way for a Mm. minute. You, you know, I want you to really take a step back and say to yourself, yeah, I need to get healed in these areas. I want to, I want to process some of my, my areas that I'm really, really feeling, um, what I call just feeling Mm. this sense of, uh, um, like I've been abandoned, Mm. that abandonment. Mm -hmm. I, I want you to process that because frankly, let me be real with you. For you to get to your next level as a as a professional, even in your romantic relationships, hello somebody, mm-hmm. you have got to deal with mama wounds and daddy wounds and boyfriend wounds and all of those kinds of things that you have uh, not dealt with. And so distracting yourself with a whole bunch of work, mm. distracting yourself with a whole bunch of social media is not going to help you get ahead. Yeah. What's going to help you really, really is not only again, amassing these great skills and, and walking in your purpose, but also dealing with those really, really stony areas in your soul that are, uh, keeping you from living your best life. Mm. That's just the reality. That's right. That's just reality. So, you know, as I think about that, I think about Ian Van Zant fix my life. Mm. And I know we can't fix someone's life in 30 minutes or an hour, but I, what I like about Ian is that she just cut straight to the point. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, uh, I love that about her. I don't know that that would work well in my therapeutic <laughs> room, but I tell you it works well for her. <laughs> so you go girl. That's Yana. right. <laughs> You go, you do your thing, mm-hmm. and the same with like, um, who, who else? Who, who else mm-hmm. do you really like? Because there are so many people out there. there Even are. Uh, Ma- what's her name? Mala- Mahala, Malala. Oh, Malala, who- Malala. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you, homegirl was like gangster. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? like just gangster mm-hmm. in a in a culture that teaches women to be seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. She was gangster. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm trying to go to school. That's right. If you have not read Malala's book, um, and I've got to, to go back. I have it on audio. Mm. Um, if you have not read and don't know her story, I need for you to get with Malala's story. I need for you to look at the fact that you do not have to have all of the resources mm-hmm. in the world to be able to make a difference. That's right. You know, so Malala is a, another one That's that you need true. to to look at. You know, um, there's just so mm-hmm. many. Mm-hmm. And um, there's another one, and you probably heard her on um, Beyonce's um, song. What is that song? I'm flawless. Oh. Yeah, see, I had to get I had to get it right. Huh. So flawless, right? Um, Chimmy Manda. Okay. Um, she's another one um that really talks about 
um, womanhood. Um, if you've seen any of her TED Talks, Chimmy mm-hmm. Monda uh, is uh, another lady, um, and I can't think of her last name right now, but she's on Beyonce's Flawless, and incredible, incredible woman who is doing some incredible work. She has some books out. She's a speaker, an influencer. And again, y'all, we have to, again, broaden Mm. our world, broaden our horizons. Um, And so that's another lady that I look for. Who are you? Who else do you like, Ashley? My, my. Woo. You went down the list. Mama, mama. Oh gosh, wow. I mean, just thinking through um hmm. You can, know, can we just talk about Beyonce for a minute? Oh I goodness. Mean, <laughs> Cause I'm a boss. Oh my goodness. Go ahead. You know, I think about um when I, I go back and I guess some of the people that inspire me are probably some people who are a little bit lesser known um i think about gabourey sidibe and y'all may not know uh, who that is <laughs> who does not they don't know, know her Gabourey. name they don't know her name that's what it is she's what, the one who played in precious mm-hmm. all, the, all you got to say is <laughs> that's precious. right i know gabourey i know gabourey if you hear me oh. on this podcast i want you to know that I know you are not precious. No. But the thing was, in that moment, yeah. you really were precious. She did that thing. I mean, that movie <laughs> was so real. It was so raw. She brought the whole truth. And, you know, the thing about Gabourey that I think was inspiring to me is, first of all, I believe she was in school for psychology. I believe she was, was in she? school. I believe so. When she actually went to interview for that um or to try out for that movie, for that role. And Jesus. isn't that Woo! crazy? And she got the role. And I look at her. Well, she needed to be in psychology <laughs> for that role. I think it might have helped her. <laughs> you know what? That's actually, I would love to ask her, like, did that help you channel, you know, Precious when you did that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah, really. We need, to, we need to get her on the podcast. I know. Right. Gabrielle, if you're out there, can we just interview you that would be awesome yeah i'm telling you but she really inspired me and really and truly it wasn't just her acting skills it was because she was a young woman in hollywood that you know wasn't the cliche what should be in hollywood she looked different Mm. and and i really could relate to that you know she was a heavier girl she was dark-skinned and she made this amazing movie and people could not help but to see her gifts, you know, through maybe what would have been judgment. And she's still acting, you know, she's been in movies, she's been in shows. And to me, the fact that, and I'm sure I can only imagine like some of the nastiness she probably got, you know, even after Mm. doing Precious, I I really can only imagine. And I hope one day she talks about it, but to me, it's inspiring because she never stopped. She could have walked away and said, okay, you know, did this. I'm just going to walk away and leave, but she didn't. And she doesn't, you know, and and that to me is inspiring when, when people are like, no, you, you shouldn't be, couldn't be, never was going to be, you know, ain't going to be, she's still, she's still doing it. And so she's one person I really, um, it really do look at and I'm like you know what you go ahead Gabourey you don't even know how you inspire people 
<laughs> well, what is she doing now? Because I know she's acting, mm-hmm. and like I said, it's so difficult it to is. differentiate her from Precious it because is. that was such a pivotal role. Yep. For her, it was like one of those roles of a lifetime. It was. It was. And it, it, you know, I know that there's so much more in store mm-hmm. for her. But it just, I'm like, wow. I know. They're going to have to really, and see, that's another thing, you know, are their roles open for her? And I mm. think I, part of mm. me, you know, I'm just thinking about this, Gary, you might need to make your own role, honey. That's <laughs> you know? what, well, when we talk about coming to the table, mm-hmm. I've often said, I sometimes I don't want to be at the no. table. I, I'm going to just create my own. Mm-hmm. I, I need to create my own table, mm-hmm. you know, where I don't need, because so many people want to come to the table. It's crowded. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, that's okay. Y'all can have that table. Yep, that's right. Let me go create my own table. And it's not that I don't want to be at a crowded table. It's that right now, like, maybe that's not the table for me to be mm-hmm. at. I need to create my own. And Gabourey, I feel like, can can do oh, that. Yeah. That's why oh, yeah. her, that's why um, Meryl Streep, who is talented. Mm, yes. I mean, like, uh, an icon. You've got folks like... Um, Regina um, King. Mm. Oh who my gosh, like, I love her. Who said, didn't she say like 50% of the folks that work on her production company will be women? Mm. That that's what she's working wow. toward. Um, and so again there are there are people out there i mean and yeah we can we go throw beyonce in mm-hmm. there like sh- her entire band when she's gone on on tour has been women. Mm. The dancers, the musicians have all been women. Wow. So, again, there is a shift taking place so that those who were hidden now are not hidden. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, that makes so much sense in the time that we're in yeah. is that women are saying, and it's not just about, oh, I'm a woman, I'm a hire women. It's about giving opportunities to those yes. who may not have those opportunities in the mainstream yes that's just real and the same with uh, Lupita Nyong'o um you know and others out there who are really really challenging norms right now even um um the the work party girl Laura Hmm. she's gonna um she's gonna be like why didn't the girl know my name (laughs) but there's this whole idea of the work party Um, and, and, and that whole movement for millennials, um, to look at work from a different angle to really, really, um, you know, challenge themselves to work at a, at a, at a, at a level that includes both, you know, fun and also this idea of really, really crafting a niche and a space for yourself. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao!